The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Jackass. It's a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass, Jackass the movie, and more. Mikey. We're just three lifelong fans of Jackass reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and did I mention broken bones? Oh, yes, you did, Mikey. <laughs> I have There's to. definitely some broken bones involved. But right now, we to. are actually getting back into the third part of Jackass the movie, and I can't wait. I'm very, very hey, excited. Chris, did you change your voice? You yes. sound like sultry as shit today. What's going on with you? Well, I, I recently got a hookah for my birthday, and I've been oh. smoking a lot of tobacco, and I really feel it in my voice. Dude, it, I can hear it. You should do it more often. It sounds fucking glorious. Yeah, I'm uh, going to be coughing and sounding extra sexy. Jay, are you Especially hearing this? finger popping my asshole. <laughs> like, Sorry. You have to be here before the show starts. Otherwise, none of this shit makes any fucking sense. But yes, Mikey, to answer your question, yeah, I hear it. I hear it. He's got a little bit of a rasp going on. Like, it's going to start that way in your throat, and then uh, it's going to go straight down to your balls, man. You're going to get a real wrinkly sack. It's just going to wrinkle you mm. right up. I hear that's what tobacco does. That's what does. happens when you smoke hookah. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Chris can Chris can answer that for us one day. Yeah. We'll give it We'll give it a couple years. At the rate I'm going a couple weeks. I can verify too. One I, of the two. We're gonna. It's gonna be like a. We'll do a before and after on Instagram. So we'll we'll get a, a shot now of Chris's sack, <laughs> oh, and no. then give us a few months. <laughs> By the time we're at Jackass the movie part two, I mean Jackass the movie two or number two or whatever the fuck it's called. Once we get there, we'll get a before and after. <laughs> Of, uh, I Chris's think by the end sack. of us filming this podcast, we're we're not going to be able to tell if it was like the prop from the uh, old man thing that Johnny Knoxville oh does later god. on. Or speaking yeah, of which, that was the best. Oh my god, guys, we got a lot of movie left to cover. Uh, thanks to everybody, heads up for giving us a break there. We had to take a week break. It's just getting too fucking sexy over here. We just couldn't. It was just could it not. Might continue. or might not have had to do with uh, one of the members. Maybe who you could all vote on. Um, Maybe having to do with like a drug alcohol injury binge of some sort, you know, something along those lines. Maybe. I don't know if it did or not, but who's to say? Yeah, exactly. Say? You know, really? we're, we're doing jackass, so you got to expect some some things along those lines. It's it's method acting. God damn it. We're back, baby. We're back. Crystal method. Crystal acting. method acting. <laughs> I thought does. you were saying my name for a second. Then I got <laughs> even really more excited. <laughs> Speaking of our new sponsor. Yeah, that's our new sponsor right there. And uh, part three is going to be wild. Yeah, I think Mikey forgot about the uh, I running the cocaine, cocaine joke. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring that up in this episode. I think we've got a little more. Uh, we actually have a contract that uh, we have to kind of finish our obligations with the cocaine side before we can introduce a new element. We went from Pablo. Of the cartel, yeah. simple. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, part three, guys, it's going to be great. Now, have you guys ever made a promise in your life? Never. I literally have never promised anything. Uh, therefore, I've never broken one. I was going to reference a promise Bam made to us all on the big screen. Oh, right. Since we no longer have to bleep cuss words, I promise I will get my mom to say fuck by the end of this movie. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and we're about to test my rocket skates. Strap them on, and uh, what the fuck is a rocket skate? Well, it's pretty much what it sounds like. 
firecrackers attached to the back of roller skates, Johnny Knoxville is going to give it a go. And it goes about as good as you would probably think. I mean, how much propulsion are you going to get out of a firecracker anyway? Not much, apparently. Uh, Knoxville falls on his ass on the first one. The second time, they try to add, like, the hill to get a a downhill advantage. But uh, he falls over, and this is the best part, because he's got one bottle rocket goes off. These are loud, too, by the way. I'll throw in a clip. Oh, my ears. Oh, why did you throw the clip in there? You could have turned the volume down first. Ouchies. Thanks, Mikey. We'll see you next year at the uh, Academy Awards. Appreciate it. A little bit of interaction. Ouchies. Um, I'm Denzel Washington. (laughs) Training day, bitches. No, it's actually a beautiful mind. King Kong ain't got shit on France. Chris, do you think you could could give us a few lines from uh, from the movie? Just uh, Training day? uh, Real quick. Yeah, a couple standout (laughs) lines from training day. Just top top your head. But but dial down the energy a little bit first. You better you better smoke this 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 the cigarette. If you are you down you down or what? You, you <laughs> <laughs> that's you to smoke PCP angel dust. Okay, thank you. Oh thank shit. you, Chris. That's thank you. Uh, that much was like, good. Much like the uh, polite Japanese man escorted Tom Green off of stage <laughs> after playing pizza pie on the piano. I will now. <laughs> You, can, you, you asked for it. What do you, what do you expect? You. I'm the fucking uh, wild card, baby. <laughs> moving on. He falls down in the grass on his ass after a bottle rocket goes off. And then the best part, he's laying there and the second bottle rocket goes off. Yeah. And he's just trying not to get burned by this hot stream of, of fire. And uh, I don't know, there's just something funny about seeing him, seeing how badly this is failing. But they keep trying. Yeah, I I don't know. I I felt like this was going to go somewhere else. Like this to me felt like the opening sketch of the uh, the shoplifting one with the old people where they were going to set it up and then we were going to get a payoff later. And that didn't really come. So it almost felt like this was an introduction or like a setup, uh, a punchline without a a setup without a punchline. You know what I mean? Did you guys get that vibe at all from this one? This this whole part, this whole part of Jackass for this sketch and a few prior to it uh, kind of feel like a a bit of a a, a a slump, I think, in the pacing of the it's movie. It's like in Judd Apatow I was kind of thinking movies like, oh, when like, I... the beginning's always so strong and then you yes. get that like kind of boring middle part that no one fucking cares about, <laughs> but it's always in every single movie and then it gets good again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That, that's exactly what it is. And this sketch was no different to me. Uh, you know, the the trial and error is cool, but but it's not enough to carry this as a as an overall sketch for me. But Jay, it seemed like you were a little bit more positive on it. Did you did you like it more? I think what I like about it is that the sound effects do not match the action because when you you've heard a bottle rocket go off, like you expect something big and grand to be happening, but you're literally just watching a guy moving like a mile per hour. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Loud, obnoxious, screeching sound, and there's just something funny about how bad it's going because you kind of expect more. The last one, I will say, does work. They do get some movement, although it isn't very fast. And Johnny Knoxville falls on his ass, and he's. He's cursing, and they're like, "Why? What's wrong?" He's like, "It fell and busted my ass. That was fucking wrong." I would go with on this one, probably just like a four. Uh, it didn't really rate high because, again, I said it failed. But I do like the sound effects. That was getting me chuckling a little bit. That's fair. Yeah, it was loud, but but you know it, that that's not enough to hold it for me. I'm giving this one a two and a half out of ten. There, it just was lacking, and even the premise wasn't yeah, I'm great. Three out of ten. I want a little something more. Coming up next here, this one, I didn't really know what the fuck they were trying to accomplish right out of the right out of the gate, but this is the roller disco truck and seizure <laughs> alert. 
Seizure? Yes. I barely yes. know her. <laughs> hey, that is a joke right out of my textbook. I love that. You might want to look away, though, guys, because this the white lights flashing in the back of this roller disco truck, which is exactly what it sounds like. They've got a big cargo truck, Preston Lacey all suited up driving, and everyone else, the whole jackass crew in the back in their best disco gear and roller skates. they got the disco ball. they got frilly frillies and all sorts of lights. But yeah, it is a bright show as everyone's dancing around. But suddenly, what happens next, Chris? Preston takes the wheel and he starts going. <laughs> Preston what, what, takes the what wheel. I love, what I love. So he starts driving around, friggin' doing almost donut types. It's basically as much of a big aggressive turns as you could do in a cube van. And the guys are just slamming into each other. You always got to worry about skates or heavy hitting you in the head. What I did like is, is that, you know, everybody takes their punishment in this. But everybody always gets a chance, at least at some point, to dish it out and be the person that's not getting punished. Yes. And you could just see it in Preston's eyes. He's so fucking happy to have his opportunity to start dishing some back after all the shit that he's gotten. And I think that's one of the best things about Jackass is they love each other, but they have all fucked each other over so bad. So when they get their turn, they definitely don't go easy on the boys. <laughs> and he does and that's not. like part yeah. of the code, right? That's part of the code where it's like if you take it easy on them, they'll almost go harder on exactly. you the next time. I loved it. You know, Preston was a fucking asshole in this one and good on him because he is the brunt of a lot of jokes. How many times did he show his ass? I guarantee you he's that's something he doesn't want to do very often. Uh, this one, I guarantee you, is low key one of the most painful sketches that they've done. It would be hard enough to do this if you didn't have roller skates on. And the fact that you do it's hard enough to stand up in rollers. We're not even talking roller blades roller skates are fucking mm -hmm. ridiculous um people and and i do love the setup it's super creative it's super dangerous you get some really crazy reaction shots and some when preston slams on the brakes at one point i think it's bam flies straight into the <laughs> the front of the of the truck and it is it's it's miserable i would have liked a little bit more maybe a storyline behind it um, or maybe a bit more interaction in terms of people saying things, but it was just pure chaotic energy. And I, I think sometimes a sketch like that is a good palate cleanser after getting a couple slower ones, uh, which, which we just dealt with quick rating, I guess on this one, we can move on out of it. Who wants yeah. to go first? I'll go first. Um, I think I'm going to give this one a, a six and a half out of 10, but it's a strong six and a half out of 10. You know, you get some, you some six, good stuff in it, uh, but, but they, you got to stop doing that. You God, fucking I, suck. Made the yeah. rule and I always Every forget time. this. I really got to stop doing this 6.9 out of 10 for me. Uh, and, and that's all I'll say about that. Man, I gotta say that Chris, you have you have a good save percentage, yeah. my friend, on that six point nine. I fucking love a good sixty nine yeah. joke, man. I can't, I cannot let them slide by. So it's all I'm, it's all I really got. So I'm clinging onto it pretty hard. <laughs> you're like a good old Star Trek. I'm also villain. going with a six nine out of ten. You're 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 clinging Ooh, on very hard. Okay. That's pretty good, nerd. Kind of like when uh, I eat too much cheese. Oh, never mind. We already did that joke <laughs> a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I'm going six nine out of ten as well. It's it was good. There was definitely some danger. There was funniness. I love the outfits. They really committed to the whole disco yeah. theme and yeah. Preston. Just that look in his fucking eye. It was almost a little scary because he was fucking right into it. A little so, scary. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was great. Yeah. It wasn't like over the top, but it definitely is worth a watch, and I'll rewatch it again and enjoy it every time. Boys, boys, let's just call it an orgy. Someone cash out on that jackpot, because that's three 6.9s in a yeah, row. I'm joining the club. Ooh, the Takashi special, baby. Ah. Don't snitch on this sketch.
Yep, you betcha. This was a great one. I love seeing him get, you know, fucked around in the back of that truck. I, I'm surprised nobody, you know, did, I didn't get severely injured. You know, it's just, wow. Uh, coming up next, this one is, oh boy, we are in for a treat. Oh my God, dude. Now, Chris, we've been recording <laughs> for a pretty long marathon strip. Are you going to be able to make it through this next uh, one, Does buddy? anybody have any wasabi? <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I think I think I might I might have to take the lead on this one, boys. Yeah, Go okay. For it. Hey, my man, wasabi, lots, wasabi. Yeah. So today I'm gonna treat myself to some wasabi snooters. Wasabi is a fucking dangerous thing to be playing around with, especially because Steve-O clearly was doing a lot of cocaine at this time in general. You know, like birds yeah. could spot their feathers or whatever the hell the case is. And that's a really terrible analogy. I, that's not that's yeah. not the case. But yeah, but, no, I don't even honestly, I don't so, even know so how to help you out with that So he lines up a one. nice fat fucking line of wasabi mixed with a little, you know, a little bit of soy sauce in there. I just lube it up a little bit. And I love how he actually takes the time to chop <laughs> yeah, it into right. a perfect line. He yes. goes back for the he old does. fucking quick finger fucking bump off, you know, the inside of the hand. And... um the best part is, is, is he had a fucking Coke straw ready to go already. Like, he just pulled that out of his pocket. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you probably wouldn't use the same Coke straw again for what he was snorting later on in the night. But I just fucking, I couldn't imagine. Wasabi is a different type of spice if anyone hasn't had it. Where there's, like, hot sauce that burns your tongue. Wasabi is all nasal. And it just fucking, to, the idea of putting yes, it in your fucking yes. nose. When you eat it, it burns yeah, your oh nose. Yeah. I, I, it is fucking unbelievable. I don't know how the fuck he did that. Yeah, yeah Jay, that, are, you, are you a sushi fan? Oh, dude, I fucking love sushi. Yeah, count and me do in. you do you lay on the wasabi when you have it? Do I lay on it? Like, do I well, do like, I do I spread it on on a on a flat surface and lay down in it? Yeah. Do you pull a uh, Kim Cattrall and lay down on the wasabi in an episode of Sex in the City and have people eat was uh, sushi off of you? Only with it's the clearly condom. what I meant. Only with the condom. Safety first. Uh, fair, fair, fair. You're familiar with the spiciness of wasabi? Oh fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I yeah. The the shit you get here though. Let's be honest. Most of the time, it ain't real wasabi though. That's what I'm told. I mean, I I ain't no fucking exporter, importer, exporter of wasabi but uh i'm I'm hearing on the streets word on the streets is it's just horseradish with some spice well back in the day it was definitely stronger and um going to sushi we brought my buddy mikey you were there for this my buddy matt he was like my best friend he never had sushi before my dad took us all out to sushi and he didn't we ordered cucumber rolls and he was like oh what's that green stuff and we told him it's basically like like salt you know it's like the japanese version of salt it's just you just put a bunch on everything it makes everything taste better he goes to the bathroom we take like the bottom of it and hollow it out of the cucumber roll and just pack fucking wasabi into it he comes back from the bathroom this guy's never had wasabi never had sushi this is his first bite of sushi ever and then he's like oh yeah that stuff i'll put some on globs even a bunch more on the top of it without realizing we packed the bottom of it and fucking i think he threw up i'm pretty sure he threw up he ran back to the bathroom yeah Yeah. he was so fucking pissed it was amazing shout out to matt but after he threw up did he then snort it back into his nose because that's what steve-o does man steve-o is a fucking trooper um steve-o showing what ryan done ryan steve-o doing what ryan don't (laughs) um he's he's clearly in misery and agony and he throws up on the plate and does another one he goes straight back to it and then he's done with that and then he's like i need a quick uh quick pick me up and does a little bit off of his hand as though like did you guys notice though by the way the chef in the background did you guys like catch his reaction to, to all this 
He was no. not happy. He was miserable. Like it feels, it feels like they this, treat it like an art form. Yeah, no, it, it, that's like they take it very seriously. And there are these these hooligans who are probably just out for a night, drinking sake, having cucumber rolls, and then Steve was like, "Let me snort this shit," yeah. and he's like, "Not in my fucking restaurant, man." Yeah, he probably they probably did do that on a whim. I didn't even think of that. You're right. They probably just stopped filming for the night and thought, "Hey, this would be funny. Get the camera out." And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. The you're right. Like the way he just eats it and pukes immediately. It's like in and out, like within seconds. He's got these oh, yeah. spicy wasabi boogers hanging out of his nose at the end of it too. <laughs> just like, wow, that looks brutal. It's almost like his body had to catch up. Like it couldn't produce mucus fast enough because he yeah. was just assaulting it with so much wasabi that by the end of it, it's just like pooling out of his nose. It was also so the gross. same color as ginger when he was vomiting. Yeah. I don't know where that color was coming from, but that was yeah, gross. That was weird. Mm. But Chris, uh, you doing okay over there? Chris is rubbing his eyebrows as we're talking about this. This is always the beginning. Yeah, always the beginning. Here, I'll give I'll give Chris a break. Did anybody notice that Knoxville was wearing a a neat birthday cake hat? Yes. Yes. My mom has that same hat. What? Yeah, she has that same hat. They sell it like dollar stores. It's like it looks like a birthday cake with candles, right? And she loves it. She fucking loves it. I think I actually imagine if you would have puked in there and then put it on Knoxville's. Oh, he's not paying attention. Puke, puked in the hat and put it on just like uh, uh, in, in one of those. What was I think it was the eggnog one where where uh, Chris pukes in the hat and puts it on Preston Lacey. Ooh, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Chris, Chris come is back. up and rummaging rummaging around in the in his uh, for his stuff because he's trying to see if he actually has that hat somewhere uh, that we could show for the so the listener can see it because that that would be important for them to see. <laughs> um, and but conveniently, Jane, you know, he's missing how, all the puke talk too. Just yeah, exactly. How much would you have to be paid, Jay, to do a snooter of wasabi? Oh. And have you ever tried anything similar? Nah, man. No, I uh, I don't think I would want to. The amount would have to be pretty substantial. But I will say that I remember back in school the cool thing to dare someone to do is you remember sour skittles oh yeah we got yeah. one kid to snort the sugar that's always pooled <laughs> in the bottom of the bag once oh my god chris found the hat chris found the birthday hat oh shit he does have this <laughs> that's like the fucking pound for pound the same hat he literally man. has the same hat <laughs> and unfortunately wow. we missed we missed you we should... missed your story, Jay, of, of someone snorting uh, the sour sugar from sour Skittles. Oh, that's yeah. fucked oh, up. No, that's crazy. Fine. It's fine. But, um, dude, that hat, you should take a picture and put that on Instagram. For, for yeah, the you definitely so should. Side by side with Johnny. Now, uh, do you guys have, uh, uh, you, you want me to get into the sure. review of this one? Yeah, do it. All right. So I have, uh, I, I need to take, a, this is actually, look, we can't be bought on this podcast that that should be very clear, but we do have sponsors and my sponsor wants me to read a, a quick ad first, uh, because of the theme of this sketch. So, uh, welcome to Jackass, home of cocaine. You know us, you love us, you bring us, you bump us, you in a slump, give her a bump. It's cocaine. Steve-O 10 out of 10. Who's, 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 who's making cocaine these days? Uh, 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 Juan Escobar. Oh. It's Pablo's son. Yeah. Gotcha. Is, it, is that uh, so? That's my score. It's, it's based, limited. Uh, it's it's actually uh, uh, it's it's got they've gone public. Um, really? So uh, we can buy stocks yeah. right now. You should buy stocks right now. They're and they're also investing in uh, a cryptocurrency that they like to call CoCoin. Oh, I'd fucking oh. buy that for sure. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so yeah, sorry. Unfortunately, I, I have no choice in the matter. This one's a 10 out of 10 uh, as dictated by our sponsor. Cocaine, you on the run, rub it on your gum. Chris, please, please stop him before it's too late. No, no, I'm fucking right on board. <laughs> our sponsors have given me a lot of cocaine. Yeah, we, we, oh, we I need our money. It's not even the money, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm a product tester, so I'm just trying to keep myself awake, you know? I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do you think I have all this energy all the time? Uh, but no, I, I got to go a little bit. The realistic score for me is actually a 9 out of 10. I loved every second of it. It's fucking hilarious. It's Steve-O being Steve-O. Wow. Um, and, and it goes back to that theme where it does not seem like this was on the the shooting list for the movie for the day. It's just afterwards, they're just all out, all out having fun and just come up with a wicked idea, and it just fucking panned out. Right on. Yeah, this was hilarious to watch, for sure. Uh, I won't go quite as high. I'm going to 8.5 out of 10, but I still, I really liked it. Like, it's not bad at all. I just... Uh, I don't. I don't know why I don't go higher. Honestly, I, it just feels like. And you know what? It's it might get me in some trouble with uh, with the sponsor. But um, oh shit! But, I think I got a. Oh shit! Hang on. Did you guys hear that? Oh, sorry, I got a. I got a call. Um, one second. One second. I'll take this. Hello. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Escobar. How are you doing? I'm not very impressed with you right now, Senor. Yeah, we did. Mikey. Mikey. Psst, Mikey. Mikey. Oh. Oh, uh, hang on. I know you hate to, I, I know you hate waiting, Mr. Escobar, but I'm being asked a question by Jay. Hmm? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, El Cocorocho. Yes. I, I've him. been really, okay, really second. hoping I could get, uh, the adventurers from down under on VHS back from Mr. Escobar. If you can ask him if he still, he still oh, has that. Okay. I, I will I, ask him on your behalf. Yeah. I'm going to say now might not be the best time to ask no, for a favor. No, no, but no, these no. guys, they I, seem like good guys. It's I'll, like, I'll ask it's them. like the Disney special edition, you know, in the big white plastic case like i i, I mean oh, i i'm sure he owes that it. to you no 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 that's that's worth i mean we talk about yes that's i know he was he was using that big white case to traffic some things across the border but i'm sure he's done it it's a collector's item mr escobar hi yes it's uh it's your favorite one no again. chris is my favorite no not no not not him oh okay yeah oh well he's then no it's mikey yeah. his, his brother um i uh yeah no we just got done doing your sponsor i think it went great I did. I did. I gave it the 10. I gave out the 10. By the way, you know, Jay, right? Uh, yeah. He says that you have his. Yeah. The rescuers down under. Yeah. Oh, I, it's I sent to him. To. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, with. Okay. So Jay, he sent it to you. If you open up the VHS case, you'll notice that there is a severed human hand in it. And he's saying that's supposed to be a symbol of what will happen to you. If you don't uh, bump your rating of the uh, wasabi snooters up to a 10, a 10, you said, Mr. Escobar. Yeah. A 10, a 10. Are you okay with that? Well, I mean, let's read into this for a second. I mean, I don't, I, I understand he'd like a 10. I, I tell him, tell him I understand, but I, I, I think he understands. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, um, the hand, yeah, take my hand. Just don't take my nose. That's all I can say to the boss. <laughs> okay. No, Chris, he loves you. You have nothing to worry about. I'll, I'll tell him, you know what? Okay. Mr. Escobar, I'm in the middle of recording. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. So I'm going to die. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Okay. So he says, fuck you, Jay. And uh, he'll see you in hell. Okay. All right. Too late to uh, go back to a 10 at this point. Are we, <laughs> are we able to go to a 10 at this point? Um, I think you can. If you, Well, it depends on how much you like your hands. Uh, is it the left or the right? He won't let you. Whichever one you choose, he's going to do the opposite. I know this guy. He's a fucker. <laughs> psychology, reverse psychology. Oh, hold on. Let me just. I need to just try a specific motion. Hold okay. on with my 
my hand, my right hand. Oh, by the way, anything uh, you're holding when he comes over is going off with the hand too. So be careful what you touch. You know what? I can always, I could just, I could learn to, to, to do it with the left hand. Um, okay. I could learn it. <laughs> I almost don't want to say this. Uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't. Is your dad available? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for a, if you a could jack? Teach, teach me some... Yeah, he's 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 ready to go. He loves this shit. Okay, I should be fine without the other hand then, I think. Okay, so we'll keep the score as it is. That's fine. Can we move on? Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Preston Lacey chasing Wee Man through the streets of Japan in sumo gear. It's basically what we saw early on in season uh, one, episode one or two. But now they're doing it in Japan, I guess. So... uh, the thing I like about it is, like, if you know Mikey, he has this really annoying thing where he takes a joke that's not funny and just <laughs> fucking relentlessly keeps on it and on it and adapts it and on it and on it. And this is kind of what this is. It's just like, keep throwing your face. We believe in this. We don't care if you guys don't. And eventually you're going to fucking like it. So that's all I really have to say about that. The, I thought maybe the fact that it was in Japan and you're going to get such crazy ra- reactions from people who are just like trying to pretend like it doesn't happen similar like like, or it's not happening similar like what we saw in the tom green subway monkey hour i thought maybe that would add a bit of flair to it but ultimately i I thought it fell a little bit flat unlike preston lacy's yeah you know what it's like it's like i used to be a good little boy and i used to like watching missionary porn but now the only thing that does it for me is is grandma (laughs) and a uh, icing piping bag full of cum whipping it around the room you know come or poojay come on chris you're gonna grill me well i've been saving up these jokes? jokes for a little while now you know yeah i i also you like the brown, idea that like going back to porn going back to porn now is like the most hardcore thing you can watch is missionary porn because it's like who the fuck watches that anymore <laughs> like true n- like <laughs> watching all the crazy shit like granny and the bag full of cum that you were talking about that's that's a that's a uh, that's a monday morning wake up for yeah. me the the late yeah. saturday night scary shit that i watch when i'm drunk and high that's just missionary porn now because i'm like i'm gonna be a weirdo tonight i got a few things i could show you <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of grandma and the piping bag you can have your cake and eat it too because uh hey this next one's pretty good <laughs> i don't know if that works as i said i don't you know what fuck you i don't care quality of the podcast can go downhill for all i fucking care See, bad jokes i would have what? said that in the in the the bag is like a bag of icing sugar. You could put it on the cake, have it, and eat it too. That's how I'd punch that one up. All right, thanks, Mikey. Mikey there with the play-by-play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this next one's amazing, guys. I love this one because it's so fucking simple, but so fucking great. I saw recently on Steve-O's Instagram, uh, it was a few weeks ago now, but he had posted a behind-the-scenes of this or like an extended cut, and it's uh, Steve-O jumping into a, st- a ceiling fan. So he just has a mini trampoline in the doorway, and he just comes running into the room. This is like one of those <laughs> Sam Margera headbutt into a mattress, short and sweet yes. type of things, right? Yes. So he jumps off mm-hmm. this mini tramp and he fucking like flips up into the air. This ceiling fan's going full speed and he's just like full back into this thing and destroys it, lands on a coffee table. I don't know why I love this so much. It's just delightful and pleasurable to watch it, it you know what i didn't even think about it until you brought it up but you're so right about it feeling like it's bam margera like this this is a nice element where all we're really getting are these crazy highly produced segments this is just a quick little like hey remember when we used to just fuck each other up behind the scenes by hitting our head on something and i like that it was just a nice little palate cleanser totally yeah uh, i agree i uh might have jumped 
over one segment, so sorry to all the purists the gong, baby. over there. The gong, baby. Who are uh, already writing us uh, angry comments. God damn, stop complaining, you fucking, uh, what's the word for the uh, kids nowadays who complain about everything? Uh, want everything to go their way. Nerds? SJWs? Uh, yeah, I just call them Generation Z. I think we can oh, okay. just say it's it's all of them. <laughs> wow, I just triggered like three different groups of people right there. <laughs> Love it. The gong. <laughs> Chris Pontius and a half-naked cameraman are banging a gong and scaring people, but the best part of this is that, uh, I guess Knoxville rips off the diaper in public. Really, it has nothing to do about the gong. Yes. Um, Again, this cameraman is wearing the traditional, I forget the name, you're gonna have to forgive me, the traditional sumo, you know, we call it a diaper. I I know that's wrong, but uh, yeah, they're just going around town scaring people with the gong, and it seems like they just wanted to get this guy to do this just so they could fuck with him. You know, be like, hey, we're going to do this great gong. Yeah. It's like the, uh, do you guys remember there's an episode of, uh, I think it's Viva La Bam, or but they trick Bam into thinking they're going to like put him in a car with digital bees. And they're like, there's going to be digital bees. We're going to edit them oh, in. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds great. But oh. it's real fucking bees. It's like one of those where they're just, you know, yeah. putting up <laughs> the front so to fuck good. with them. And I love that's it. So good. By the way, it's a Mawishi is the name of the, uh, the, 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 what we would call a uh, sorry, Mawashi. The uh, like the underwear, the, the underwear stuff that the sumo wrestlers wear. So a diaper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A diaper. Can you a diaper diaper my diaper? <laughs> Can you mawashi my diaper? Your diaper? <laughs> I don't know, man. Jay was for sure. Mikey yeah, shared, me, shared uh, some bathroom stories like about you, Chris, with me, and I don't know. That's one diaper yeah. I might just stay far, far away from. <laughs> you're probably Jay, would you, not, would, not Jay, wrong would your for dream doing that. be like one of those what? like fish in the fish aquarium that just fly that just float around the bottom and just <laughs> eat poop all day? That's actually pretty good. <laughs> like just Man, suck I've in the glass. So, I've been so bored with your I've been so bored with your poo jokes for so long, and then you'd come around with this one and totally redeem yourself. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that popped into my head, but I envision Jay's the face. The way you gotta do is it. you gotta puff your cheeks out, <laughs> and then you get <laughs> that was a rock. You know, Spit that out. It's like, yeah. oh god, that's that's a beautiful uh, visual. I don't know why, even though it's it's my face. You that's some good stuff defiled. Man. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so the ceiling fan happens. Then we're back on to uh, April Margera coming home late at night to a special surprise. Now you remember earlier in uh, part two we had mentioned Bam Margera, or that might have been in this part. Fuck, I don't remember. We we mentioned it earlier anyway. Bam Margera promised to get April to say the f word on camera. This might be the moment, boys. This might be the moment. So basically what happens is Bam's got another plan to fuck with his parents. We're used to it at this point, but I think he's thinking he wants to get a bit more creative. Obviously he's got the budget of the Jackass movie behind him. So he decides he's going to bring in an alligator to April's house and they plop it in there. I think they leave it in the kitchen or something along those lines and wait for her to get home. Um, and that's where it kind of takes a turn and where I'm going to kind of split off from it. Cause I don't know how much you guys liked or disliked this sketch, but based on her reaction and the reaction of everyone in there, I'm, I'm questioning whether this one was real. I'm questioning, or if not, if not fake, whether she was playing up the reaction, knowing that it was going to be in the movie or something like that. Did you guys, did you guys like this one? Did you get any of that vibe? I, I didn't or am even I alone get that, that vibe. Her reaction was to me was not over the top out of pure shock. Like, you know, sometimes you're actually just so fucking rattled by something. It actually seems like a non-genuine reaction. 
Like, yeah. I, I, what I thought about is I was wondering, like, for a second, like, do you think she, the first thing that came to her head was that Bam did this? Like, fuck, I can't believe Bam did this. Or do you think, like, maybe she just thought it slipped in the house like a mouse would? Like, dude, I had the exact same fucking note written down. I'm like, at this point in her life, every time something goes wrong, is she blaming <laughs> Bam for it? I had the exact same thing yeah. written down. Oh, my God, man. Her shrieking at the top of her lungs, calling for Phil when she sees this thing too. I don't know. I know. I know it didn't really maybe do it for you, but there's there's a part of seeing her in distress like that. That I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to me because she's way over the top. It's almost like April's almost like unbelievable in her reactions to things. Like when things are really outrageous, you can tell she's freaking out. But it's like you could almost say that there's a type of person that might seem like they're putting it on and she's like a mix of both. I, sometimes I wonder, is that genuine or is she playing to the cameras? You know what I mean? It, I, I thought that, and I noticed this as well, going back and watching all of the sketches where, where Bam's picking on his parents. I thought he was like incredibly mean, you know what I mean? For doing it, but there's very, and, and in some cases he is, but it gets very clear as Jackass goes on that they are, playing into it a little bit so and yeah, I, that's I didn't what i wonder though is like kid. i the same thing you're saying right there is like would i have noticed that before because you you get older and you see you know you kind of look back and go okay you're right bam's been fucking with the parents for long enough and the budget's here you mentioned the budget like they know they're on camera for a movie so like okay does like okay look at the fireworks thing with phil that we looked at earlier right okay that you can't yeah. really act that i don't think that's fucking terror i agree this, i'm not I saying agree. april wasn't scared she looked genuinely scared but and, and she, she did, did say, say fuck. fuck and that's that's my next point was she did, did say she fuck. know that they made that bet because it almost seems like too good to be true that she she said fuck oh. right before he's like i'm gonna get her to say it or was this like a thing where they're like oh she said fuck let's put in a bit where it's like i'm gonna bet the audience it seemed kind of no, staged you know to me it has to be a thing. It has to be a thing because right after the sketch, Bam goes to her and says, you did say fuck though. And she's like, oh, did I say it? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, so she knew yeah, that yeah, it was yeah. a thing that so they were trying to get her to do. That almost seems like, it, I don't know. They kind of cheated it a bit. Like they kind of were betting her that she wouldn't. She kind of knew going in, oh, I better not fucking say fuck. And then she, she, fuck, she fucking said fuck. So. Right, right. She fucking said fuck that fuck. Yeah. That little fuck, she fucking said it. Chris, what the fuck? Speaking of it, like, what's with that scowl? What, are, are you okay, buddy? Like, you look fucking dead serious right now, man. You're not even moving. Do you got a thing for ape? Is she, is she a hottie in your books? The old uh, mature been there, done that? Oh, okay, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I was frozen now. <laughs> it's not fit. I, I was just, uh, you know, deep in thought. I was really trying to take this in and give this a good criticism. Okay, let's rate. Uh, April, hot or not, scale of 1 to 10, how bangable is Ape? I don't think this has ever been talked about. Does anybody talk about the sex appeal of oh, April? By by has this been done? By traditional standards, by traditional standards, question. she wouldn't be up there, but she's got, there's something to better. She's got some fuckability. She's definitely, uh, like, looks like she's got some nice floppy fun bags and, like, I don't know. There's, there's, so, there's something, you know, I, I would. So I floppy guess, fun I, I guess I would say she has a three. She, she, she has a three of fuckability because I would. Because I would. <laughs> That's Chris's standard. A three. I would. Yeah, if it's a three or above, I'm good to go, man. Sign me up. Hey, Chris's, Chris's ratings of jackass sketches are a lot more uh, uh, difficult and stringent than his ratings of would he fuck them or not. Yeah, for sure. Whose titties are funner to play with, Phil's or Ape's? 
Who would you like to motorboat? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. It got to be Phil's. Got to be Phil's. Like, I got it. Phil's are dense. Apes they they, like they got to have this weird. They, <laughs> they're dense. Like a, like, a nice, like a nice oatmeal pancake, you know? Phil's do. Some density in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. He looks like yeah, he'd I'd be very huggable, though. Um, I, okay. I don't know. We, we really got <laughs> off track with this sketch. It's pretty self explanatory, though. Phil? Why don't we rate this one then? Uh, and uh, Chris, um, I'll start. Uh, I'm going to start by saying that I think that this one, speaking of threes out of 10, uh, I'm going that. to give this it. one a three out of 10. Of course I am. I'm never going to stop. Uh, three out of 10, primarily because the premise is okay to begin with. It's not even that good. And I do, I was really caught off guard because I did feel myself wondering whether it was faked and uh, just not really worth too much more than that. Right. Just like all uh, fakes, just like all of my orgasms. I'm going to go with a five. How does I do fake hey. orgasm? That's, like, that's some wizardry right there, I tell you. I get you. like fake not having, I fake not having an orgasm so they don't know that I go very quickly. And then, <laughs> yeah, Wait, I, I don't do know you? how to do it the other way around. You know, you like get very stoic and you're just like, yeah, I'm still good. And I'm still good. And then you just yeah, like, I'm you fuck your way. You try and fuck your way back to like you just try and fuck your way back to the boner not fucking going away, and then you're good to go. Yeah, you just like, but basically you gotta like talk about like start talking dirty or saying something in the mean thing so they can't tell you're breathing. And you gotta really focus in, and then it, it becomes a problem. If, it, it starts becoming a problem if they like go off the pill all of a sudden, and then you can't come inside them. So then you gotta like that just changes everything up. So then you have to bring condoms back and all this stupid shit. It's it's a you know it's a well thought out. Uh, a strategy of life. <laughs> I love this show. Five. Chris, your turn. <laughs> I'm going with a four right in between you guys. It was uh, right. foreskin. It, yeah, exactly. For the foreskin. I, I, I laughed. Yeah. I laughed at Abe's reaction. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just didn't really have much to it, but I, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't want them to take it out of the movie. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm, a, I'm a four there. Nice. Yeah, all nice. in all, I think that's kind of what I expected, to be fair. You know what, guys? Nothing better than getting your hair clipped when you're not expecting it. Oh, another one going back to it. The fuck's wrong with me? Wee Man gets the clippers this time, and he's in the back of the van. But here's the thing about Wee Man. He just was fucking not paying attention. And when they get him, he genuinely jumps as if, like, he... Like, obviously, nobody really knows what's coming. But for him, it seems like he's actually taken aback for a few seconds afterwards. Like, you can see it in his eyes. Like, whoa, what the fuck was that? And he's, like, actually pissed once he finds out. <laughs> You just cut my hair off, and uh, they don't leave him alone. I believe they get him. Don't they get him again? Or is, am I thinking they of. They get him uh, like four Aaron. or five times. He's basically might as well just shave all his hair off at the end. That's not danger, Aaron? No, well, they probably do that to him as well, but I know with Wee Man for sure they get him a few times. I was thinking, though, that after the first one, I agree, it looked like he was very upset, but then he was kind of like 
pretending he didn't see them coming. They got him like four or five. I think he like, I think he kind of like saw that he's got a chance to shine on the, in the movie. And he yeah. like kind of hoped that it would happen. And you know, good on him. He played ball. We liked it. We men, I always want him to have more screen time. Jason himself. Um, yeah, it's funny. I love that sketch. I love, I love when people get their, their head cut off or head. Whoops. Nope. That's a Freudian slip. I don't like to say that in public, <laughs> but uh, I do like when people get their hair cut off. And uh, if it ever happened to me, I'd be extremely pissed off. Did I ever tell you guys about the time <laughs> during COVID that my sister was during cutting my COVID? hair? Really? During, during COVID. Yep. Wow. My sister was cutting my hair and uh, it was the first time I'd had my hair cut in months. We were up at the cottage and she was, she started, she got about half my hair done. She took the clippers off and tried to bang them off to get the, uh, the, the, the hair to fall out. And as she did that, the top of the clippers fell into the water. <laughs> so I had no way to cut the rest of my fucking hair. Uh, and Mikey is so superficial. You have no idea how much that was probably destroying so superficial. Him. It was brutal. I've st- well, I clearly haven't forgotten about it. It still bugs me to this day. Can't sleep at night. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. I feel you. Uh, <laughs> well, Let's uh, let's move on from the Clippers then. I uh, I want to talk a little bit about something called the fifty fifty boys. A little skateboarding oh, terminology for you, for those of you who don't don't know, don't don't skate like Mikey and I do, who don't jump on the board from time to time, who don't you know ride the wheels spin as they say, spin those wheels, spin baby. those wheels, yeah, strip that grip tape. Yes. You know what I mean? Strip it. I strip it all 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 the all the time. I I I went out and stripped it last last weekend with my my buddies. We went to like a oh, hosp- fucking that's so sick. Yeah, like a sweet did, hospital. Did you hang ten or what? Parking lot, Yo, dude. I I hung eleven. It was so it was. Oh, so that's, tubular. that's tubular, bro. That's, wall. that's tubular as shit. I was just gonna say yeah, that, Chris. Radical. I'm glad you said it because I was yeah. just gonna say that. Yeah, was, oh, dude, that radical? was the next thing I was gonna say to combat you saying tubular radical. It was radical. Yeah, yeah, totally bodacious guys. <laughs> oh, you guys keep stealing the adjectives <laughs> I, I was gonna use. Can we do more? Can this? Cuckoo kachoo. <laughs> oh, guys, I, I love Johnny Knoxville. I'm here with Eric Costin and Clyde Singleton, and today I'm going to 50 50 this rail and or try to. So this thing's long. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for reminding me. Johnny Knoxville going down the rail on a 50 50. He's never fucking done this before. Luckily, he has the help of professional skateboarder and uh, star of Tony Hawk's pro skater, uh, Eric Costin. Uh, Clyde Singleton's yeah. there too. I, I I don't know who the fuck he is. He wasn't in any Tony Hawk, so he's he's pretty much nothing to me. <laughs> so he's basically anonymous. Basically to us. anonymous. Um, this is gonna be fun though because Johnny's never done this, and you got it. Just it sets the imagination ablaze, doesn't it, boys? Yeah, mm-hmm. it. it uh, I think it also is way scarier when you're up there than it looks in this. Because oh, yeah. here's here's one of the things that I love about this sketch is it's basically them just sitting him on top of the rail and having him slide down it. And you know we see these interstitials with skateboarding in it, and we think, well, you know, a lot of the Jackass crew can do that. So why is this so special? Well, it's special because Johnny Knoxville doesn't do it, and danger and 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 skateboarding is very fucking dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and it's so simple. Again, I like when they kind of strip everything away every so often because we're so so used to with this movie these giant set pieces it's nice to see something that's very simple and yet incredibly dangerous and painful since i saw this i've been on this like crazy hunt on um like all over the internet because it reminded me like my favorite actually my second favorite skate shoes my first were the uh 
the muskas with the weed stash in the tongue. But uh, Eric Costin, <laughs> I think they were like the Costin twos. They were these red and white ES shoes. Do you remember when I had those, Mikey, back in the day? It was like my favorite I shoe ever. I and I've been do, trying yeah. to find them on the internet ever since, just for like old time sakes. And so far, I'm struck out. So if any of you listeners out there got a pair of size 12 yeah. <laughs> Eric Costin, e, Eric Costin ES, ES, red and white, twos. please send them to me for money. And, and if they're not red and white, Chris will not accept them. Yeah, yeah, I'll take a Don't especially if they're blue. Fuck blue. I'll, I'll take a poo poo. Sorry, yeah. I just offended all my my, my crip fans <laughs> out there. Poo poo. Oh yeah, well, we Ooh, don't. Sorry, Jay will take a poo poo yeah. in them. Yeah, your costins are on my lips. Uh, <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys like the bail? Was it? Was it? Uh, was it? Was it like perfect? Face did this slam. one pay off to you? Oh god, god it, it, it looks slam. like it hurt fucking Dude, bad. Dude, wow, yeah, fuck, right. I thought he was going to make it, though, the whole way. <laughs> you know? Well, the thing I is, it, the, the I, worst thing that could happen, like, is him getting to the landing part. Like, before oh, you build up steam, you know, you might fall on a stair, roll your ankle, but, like, if somehow he managed to stay balanced and land on the fucking board, he's, it's, without, le- like, knowing how to land, he's just going to flip, yeah. smack his head, crack his head open, whatever That's the case Jay and I know all about that. Oh, you don't have we to were explain thinking it. the same yeah. thing. No. Yeah, we know, yeah. Chris. We're like, you're. Are you telling us this or the listener? Because Jay and I know that if he landed, it would have been. You guys bad are news. just too radical we're, for me, well, man. Did you guys? Did you guys? I tell yeah. you about the time oh, I did you. a three sixty double back flip catfish nosedive. That was that I was jumped. when you uh, jumped in the air, spin around, and pretended to be a different person yeah. on the internet. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the catfish. The catfish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, I see. See, see you're, you're too quick for me sometimes, Mikey. You got to tone it down. You got to dumb it down for me. I'm as I'm as quick as you are during uh, sex when you're trying to get it back for a second. To not time. come. I still can't wrap my head around that. To fake uh, faking an org, <laughs> fake not having it. We'll get back. Uh, that'll be post post show. We'll talk about it. Uh, it's a sketch in fuck and of itself. Rate this shit for me. Rate me. Somebody rate me right now. I'm in the mood. Let's do it. Um, okay, uh, Chris, I'll start. Um, I'm giving this one, you know what? Like the buildup was okay. I was a little bit distracted by the guy who wasn't Eric Costin in the sketch. I feel like he was trying to steal. I don't know. He was trying to steal the sunshine a little bit too much and it just kind of was weird. Um, didn't love it. Um, I'm going to give this one a, uh, just a straight, you know what? I'm going to go four and a half out of 10. I know I said that I liked the stripped down nature of it. I liked the end result, but I was really distracted by that guy and he distracted me before I was about to give a higher score. And because of that, he's affecting uh, the, the overall score. That's, that's what I'm going with it. Four and a half. Interesting. I'm going to go. What about you, Jay? Oh, okay. Fine. Back to this again. Uh, I was trying to ignore it, but whatever. Uh, ketamine six out of 10. Ooh, that's my rating. Ketamine. Why ketamine six out of 10. Do it. Yeah. I'm just confused. I was like, I, I love ketamine. I don't understand the six. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd rate ketamine I've, a 10 I've, out of 10. I've made my point. Please move on. <laughs> six, out <laughs> right, of ten, six out of 10 for me as well. Good slam. It was funny. It didn't have much. It, it was good that it was short and sweet. If it was like drawn out yeah, longer, fair. then I would have had to go lower because there wasn't really much to it. But it, it, it hit the spot. Hit the face. All right, that's fair. Do you guys know that ketamine uh, got its start as an anesthetic medicine in the 1960s? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I did. I did. I did. Uh, I, d- I knew that because I was skateboarding by uh, the uh, uh, science factory one day and, and they told me. They were like, hey, uh, rad radical dude, 
Who's hanging 10? Here's an 11th piece of information for you. I ketamine actually, was I actually in the found that out when I was actually in a K-hole. When you do too much ketamine and you basically get transported into the ground like 100 meters and into outer space and you spin around and you can't move. But like the spirits oh actually told me this actually came from a 1960s <laughs> and a sounds fucking miserable. No, dude. it's literally the fucking scariest thing <laughs> or fun for some people, but I didn't like it. Um, well, how about let's uh, cut to the chase, or as I'd say, paper cut to the chase and get Whoa, to the next sketch. Wait a minute. Do you have a problem? Do you have a problem, Mikey? Is there a problem here? Uh, oh, are, do we have to look at Preston's yeah, ass first? You don't want to talk about a big wet man's <laughs> ass crack coming out of the hot tub? I do. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're pass that it, up. How many? Like we see a we see a lot of Preston's ass in this one, and each time I see it, I'm reminded of why I don't want to see it again. Yeah, we pretty much that's that's it. Tidy whities though. Uh, you, why was this in the movie? Like this didn't that's really make question. me laugh. I mean, I it's nice to see. Uh, yeah, it made me come, not yeah. laughed. Well, Chris, as you <laughs> said in the last episode or a couple episodes ago. You you uh, always wondered what a fat man's ass looked like, and I think you described it as kind of wavy, which is fantastic. Um, it's definitely got some waves. Uh, it had a nice flow it's to it. It's definitely got some waves. Yeah. It was a. Uh, it got. Let's say it. Uh, it took advantage of the um, percussion jets that were in that hot tub. I think. <laughs> looked like if you zoomed in on a golf ball. That's that's what, what I was reminded of. <laughs> Looks like you had so many dimples. It's like if you zoomed in on a golf ball. I don't know what kind of golf balls you're playing with, but uh, yes, you are correct, sir. Paper cuts are next. What? Don't all golf balls have dimples? Yeah, but I'm just thinking like a fleshy. What kind of golf balls are you playing? I'm thinking with? about a golf ball that's flesh. like flesh colored and has like hairs dispersed throughout it. And yeah, what kind of golf balls are you using? Yeah, from that's the victims of your serial killing, you you fashion their their skin into golf yeah. balls. Yeah. I mini putt with them. It's great. <laughs> when you said I mini putt with is them. Is that why your last golf ball broke when you drove when we were playing the other day? Just burst into pieces. I was like, it looked really fleshy for some reason. See, when you said you mini putt with them, I kind of interpreted that as you're like, that's your way of connecting with your vi your victims, you know, post-mortem. Oh, I yeah. mini putt with yeah. the victims. <laughs> yeah, but we are using the victims balls while we do it. It's but that is the case. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I, t I turn to them at the end and I, I buy them their Sunday from the, the concession stand after we do the mini putt. And I say, see, I'm not such a bad guy, am I? And they're like, no, actually, you know what? That was a lot of fun. And I said, by the way, did you get a good look at that ball you were using? And they're like, N you mean that egg shaped ball that I was using? No, I just figured it was just another one. And then I lay it on them. Um, and well, then that's when they submit themselves to me fully. And I know you like to cut uh, my, yeah, I know Mikey, I know you like to cut your victims, but I think we should paper cut to the yeah, next. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say, Mikey. Okay. We, uh, what a segue! Chris, Where's my segue? Cheers. Chris and I want to play nine holes. You're you're going for eighteen, so let's let's walk it back a little bit, buddy. Come on. Okay. All right. Long walk spoiled, <laughs> just like golf itself. Paper cuts, buddy. Paper cuts. We got to talk about this. This is fucking fantastic, and this is what we talked about earlier in the uh, movie review here, where it's one of those segments where they were just kind of fucking around in a hotel room, and someone said, "Hey, let's film this," and yeah. that's what makes it great. Just like the uh, fucking muscle stimulator, this is one of those. Uh, Johnny Knoxville is getting paper cuts between the webbing of his fingers and toes. That's how it starts out, and of course, you know they're going to keep ramping it up. This is the paper cuts. I'm getting paper cuts between the webbings of my fingers and the webbings of my toes. There's no good way to do it. Yeah, no. So just deal with it. Take a, take a breath. <laughs> oh, you can feel when it goes in. Uh, this just fucking made me wonder, when is someone going to do something involving an eyeball 
or, you know, as oh. we'll see with Steve-O in a bit, oh. the corners of his lips or something fucked up like that. And it definitely ah. goes that direction. How did you guys feel watching this? Were you able to keep it together? Was it cringy? What what, what was your experience? I was, en- I was enjoying like what this is all about just like them the fact that it wasn't a big budget thing just laughing and picturing myself just pissing myself laughing in this type of situation so much that i could even though paper cuts make me cringe like no other especially with a manila envelope just like just just the atmosphere that was created in this allowed me to like persevere past my like inabilities to deal with it kind of like i like sniffing things so when steve was doing the wasabi snooters the puke didn't bother me so it's kind of like a I long like sniffing. <laughs> so, <laughs> those keys always smell yeah, really yeah, good right right but uh yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like that i love this so much this may be one of my favorite parts of the whole movie this one which one did you guys like better this one or the muscle simulator oh man i gotta go muscle stimulator just because i already said it i love seeing the gooch who doesn't love a good gooch that that's sold it for that's me. that's it for me that's uh, asked and answered. I liked it. Yeah, you know what? I, I had to answer your question, Jay. I didn't love this one as much as I wanted to. And I know that that's a me problem, not a problem with the sketch. I got squeamish with the paper cuts. And I know, Chris, that you mentioned that you were able to get over it because of whatever reason you were like feeling the vibe. I did better with it than I would have if I didn't enjoy the vibe. But it was just when they start showing it and you can kind of hear it. And it just I'm like, don't I never... Yeah, I cringed so fucking hard during this whole one, and it felt worse than when I saw it the first time. The look on Steve-O's face when he's uh, when he does he the paper cut so in the corners scared. of his mouth. Yeah, oh man. It is burned into my head it, to the point where when I saw it, I was like, I can't really be remember it. He looks like a lost child, like a lost child who's falling down a well looking up at his mom. and his, Or you know what he looks like? He looks like Littlefoot as the <laughs> earthquake in Land Before Time is like separating him from his mom. And he's just looking lost like, oh, what do I do? What have I done? Get me over to wherever the, that the, was. The comment right before he did it to his. God, am I glad I came out to see what was going on in this room. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so happy I came and did this. He's like, I can't fucking move because I don't want this to be worse than it's already yeah. going to be. And his eyes are just like bugging out of his fucking head. It, it was like, is so fucking funny. Legitimate, terrifying, primal fear is what I saw. And it did not feel good to see. And and OK, so moving moving away from from that moment, Steve-O, Steve-O is the hero of, of this sketch, I think, right? Like I don't he's, know, man. He's the fucking man I don't know. I think I, I think I know where you're going with this. And I think oh, this next think so? guy is the hero. Hundred percent. No, no. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Before we get to the next hero, then I want to take a little bit of a break. And did you guys notice something that Ryan did? Ryan Dunn did in this one. Oh, fucking leave the poor guy alone. Let the dead Just, rest, bro. You bring Jesus him up so Christ. often. We're gonna have to like create a fucking musical stinger for like when you want to talk about Ryan Dunn. Just so the audience has fair warning. Can it go? Dun dun dun. That is. Oh, now I have to fucking do. It. I'm. I gotta write that down. <laughs> um. Here, here's the thing. I don't listen. I don't hate the guy, yes, but I, do. I don't. <laughs> okay, I kind of do. <laughs> Why are you even pretend about it anymore? Because I know I, or I think I eventually like him. But here's, here's the thing. He says at one point, he, I can't remember which, which, what the context is, but someone is getting something gnarly done, and he says, if I hit you in the hand when it happens, you won't feel it in the foot, and that's Bam Margera's oh, yeah, line from shopping carts that he yeah. uses on him. In that he uses in the shopping cart one, he just fucking stole it as though it's his now. What is he doing? 
Someone get someone talk to to Ryan and tell him to figure out who he is and I'll what get he on does that right away. We'll see if we can get a chat. Yeah, call him. him. I don't know how you reach him these days, but yeah. yeah I don't know either. Fucking give me enough ketamine. I'll fucking see him tonight. Ketamine's our next sponsor yeah, of the podcast. Got to go down that hole uh, in the ground. And what the fuck did you say in outer space? God, I don't even know where you were. Yeah, at. I, literally, you're like sitting on a couch, and all of a sudden you can't move. And it felt like you're in like the chair in like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or like when he goes in the glass elevator. Like, but it shot me down like. For like five minutes, like turt, like G force into the fucking ground, and then just fucking sh- shot me all the way up into outer space. And I was in like one of those like in like um you know those like little twisty things in the nineties from like uh blank check oh, yeah, where yeah, you yeah, like yeah, riding yeah. those things. Yep. And I'm spinning around. I'm so nauseous. It was like just in the middle of space. It was <laughs> oh, really weird. Sounds fucking terrible. Dude. Ketamine, Chris over <laughs> here. Cool. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Jay, what was the what was the one that you were gonna say that who who is the hero according to you? This is my hero, Mikey. Uh, at about fifty minutes and forty nine seconds, yes, I took a timestamp. Uh, a question starts go- floating around the room. Do you guys remember this question? It sounded something like this. For my the pepperoni or the paper cuts? Both. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of the cameramen. I, you're going to have to forgive me. I don't remember which of the two it is, but he's having such a hard time watching this that uh, just the reference to the fact that they must have had pepperoni pizza earlier. This guy's dry heaving. It's just about to start coming out. And of course, yeah. Bam Margera jumps in to make it worse, doing his own dry heaving noises, trying to get this guy, egging <laughs> yeah. him on, yeah. egging, egging him on, oh, Chris. God egging, oh. egging him yeah. on. 50 eggs in an houring him and on. Here's the best part. Here's why he's the hero. The dude pukes so hard that he falls over onto his face like someone just scared a goat. It is fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's just face plant puking and everybody's losing their shit. And that part just got me laughing so fucking hard. Oh my oh, God. Oh man. That was great. It really did. And I brilliant. totally, I totally got him. Like I, I got where he was coming from on that. Uh, Cause it was getting a little bit gross. Like it was just getting fucking gross in that, man. It's beautiful stuff. Um, we're going to rate this real quick. And, yeah, let's do it. And, uh, uh, I'll go first. I can go first if you guys want. Uh, well, Chris, would you like to... I've, I've been waiting. I thought wait. you'd never ask, guys. I'm really excited to get... While Mikey takes his turn, is that... Yeah, Jay, Jay you got to let Jay finish, Chris, because he, he, he was asking you if you wanted to <laughs> wait to let me go, go first, first, which I think is you that, should. Yeah. Okay. I think you should. Yeah, I think um, so, so. I gave yeah. I gave uh, <laughs> it for the cunt. muscle simulator muscle stimulator uh, an eight point five out of ten when we were going through that last time, and I stand by that. I I really loved it. Yeah. Um, I and and this is like you said, Chris, a similar sort of vibe, but I'm going lower on it because I just couldn't deal with the cringe a little bit. It's still a seven out of ten for me, and I know that's low, but it just it hurt me to watch, and uh, because of that, I I just felt like I was. Uh, 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 kind of taken out of it. Fair enough. And Chris, you just you just called Mikey uh, before you rated. You called him the c word. The, the c word. Fuck. What is this? CNN. You called him a cunt. You called yes. him a cunt. I'm <laughs> gonna say it. All right. Yep. And I almost heard paper cunt, and I was like, "You genius." Paper oh, cunt. Oh, that would have been great. That was your opportunity. I, th- I thought <sighs> I I should have just gave you the benefit of the doubt. It's all good. Hey, but uh, speaking of giving you the benefit of the doubt, Chris, I'm gonna give my rating Go next. First, yeah, um, yeah, I figured. <laughs> I, I love paper cuts because, uh, like I said, man, magic in a hotel room. You never know what's going to happen in a motel room. 
You really never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> never use the extra duvet they give you. I feel like that thing never gets washed. Just a tip. Yeah, yeah I could imagine. Yeah, just, just a good tip. point. Yeah. Uh, so, Mikey, you referenced the muscle stimulator as well. I also love that, and I love that this is just on par with that, and I got to give it a high rating because they're it's it's in the same camp. It, it's not as good yeah. as that, though. So, uh, fucking, yeah, 6.9 out of 10. Still a good score. Nice. Nice. But, uh, but, uh, quite not up there to muscle stimulator. Chris. Uh, Chris, take her away. I, oh, I actually yeah. like this better than muscle stimulator. I think Steve-O was just like this good addition, the comment that he dropped over there, the fear in his face. And Steve-O goes through some shit, so seeing that look in his eyes, it was right along the same lines as those, as the muscle stimulator one, but this one just, for some reason, just hit hard because I just felt the pain that comes from this is worse than the muscle stimulator. So the everything that's online is a little bit higher. So when they're upping the ante and they have to find a way to up the ante, you know they're that much more scared of it as it's going down. Like how much, how bad could the muscle stimulator really be? And the fucking paper cut on the lips, like every time you (laughs) smile for like the next two weeks, like it's going to be so hard to close that fucking thing. And Steeple's got that big wide mouth. I just like, that is just, I don't know. So I I can't remember what I gave to I feel like that's why I liked it less. Like that's honestly why I liked it. I, cause, hey, cause the, it was this is just my turn to fucking talk. I gave pain. you your fucking time. I don't care. You could have said that. Are you not done no, yet? I'm not Are done you still that. talking? Oh fuck. All right. Sorry. So Wow. Anyways, I'm going to take this nice and slow from here. Just so Mike can <laughs> shut the fuck up for a little bit longer. Get a little peace and quiet. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm going with it. a nine out of 10 for this one. I loved it. It's one oh, of my wow. favorite things nice. that happen in the movies. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I just big, big had one. so much fun. I think if this one came first and the muscle stimulator was later, it might have been a reverse thing, but it was just gave me more of what I was I loved so much from the first scene that it just like the culmination. It kind of had that accumulating effect for me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I can't fault you for that, honestly. I think it's just a matter of taste. Mm-hmm. Taste yep. of paper cuts. Yeah, taste taste that manila envelope. Yeah, baby. you couldn't fuck. You couldn't even eat like anything spicy or acidic. That would just Oof. fucking that. Yeah, I didn't think of that aspect of it. Fuck that. <laughs> Gaze into my crystal butthole. It's time to go and get your fortune mm. told. Who wants to look in? Who wants to take a peek in there first? Any volunteers? Any takers? Look into my crystal butthole. Well, I think Pontius. Pontius oh, is going to want to for sure, and he's got he's got a, a a pretty foreseeable future in his mind, and that's uh, mm. he's going to fucking party, baby. What is the exact line that he says? Wait a minute, I know what my fortune is. It's partying. Oh my god! So, you guys, I, Jay, I think I told Mikey this. I'm driving up to my cottage, and I'm listening to the episode in the car, and it was at the part where we cued in all the party boy music. Yeah. It's like I'm stuck in like intense traffic trying to get out of the city <laughs> and the party boy song comes on and it just it gets me so fucking hyped. And I'm like, you were like talking and you're like, yeah, you have to keep the arms half up, half down. And I'm just like, you're trying, trying to, to do, the do party, it. like the party boy music and the whole theme song. And I look over to the left of me and this guy's just staring yeah. into the car like, what the fuck are you doing? And I rolled down the window and cranked it up and it was just like, boy, and just fucking owned it and he just like i don't know it was just the best thing the ever. only way you could have made that better is if you got out of the car went over to his and started dry humping the window oh, that would have been great God. but but i still give you points for fuck man sometimes you have your shot yeah. and just no, it's it. all good it's all good he probably would have tried yeah. to like take off with your wiener halfway in the window or like roll it up or something you know you don't want that <laughs> you don't want that 
<laughs> yeah, or his son in the passenger seat. That might have been a little weird, but... Oh, come on. What's weird about that? Could have been. Or it could have been weird, or it could have been informative. Yes. Yeah. Well, every kid needs to learn how to party. Um, how else are you going to learn? Everyone has to. And, you know, we've obviously already uh, given the rating to this sketch or to Party Boy in general earlier on in this episode. I gave it, a, I gave Party Boy as a concept a nine. Chris, you gave it an eight. Jay, you gave it a 7.5. Um, now, just specifically to this one, though, was there anything that stood out to you? Did you like this one better than when he goes to the department store to do Party Boy? Or what do you think? Oh, man, I like the lap dance to the uh, fortune teller at the end. That was funny. He just kind of politely gets up off his chair and tries to brush past him. <laughs> or, this was in Japan, wasn't it? I think it was in Japan. I can't remember. So, like, it's yeah, that, you know, yeah. public courtesy was, thing. Yeah. I think he, you know, if you were, like, in New York and you did this, he probably would have got punched out pretty quickly. But uh, there you go. Japan, politest people in the motherfucking world. Got to respect them. It seems like it. Yeah. They could also kick your ass, though. I feel like that fortune teller could have laid the smack down. Oh, dude, yeah, crystal ball to the face, you know? Like, I dangerous. yeah, I think I think all in all, with the way that this one went, I did like the department store version of Party Boy a little bit better. The though. OG, the uh, the debut, yeah, and the addition of the cops that was always nice. You, listen, all I know is that if I'm on the street, if I'm on the street, and all of a sudden I hear that music playing, and Pontius rolls up with his bow tie on, I'm gonna get pretty hot. And I'm going to get pretty sweaty. And I might be a sweaty fat fuck. That's the name of the next segment. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, is it really? I was just saying oh, that. I'm surprised Jay didn't throw that back at me all of a sudden, the way he likes to make fun of me. <laughs> what? Sweaty fat fuck? Oh, I was thinking it. Yeah. Don't think I wasn't thinking it. I see you over there. Okay, good. Fucking get over here, man. Fucking that, throw some you, ammo. That's probably boy. exactly what you look like when you're on a ketamine binge, I bet. Isn't it, Chris? Huh? Huh? Yeah? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Just sweating and just I, floating Chris, around. You know what? I talk shit, but I'd motorboat you too, buddy. I'd motorboat you too any day. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I got some fucking. You know, Phil, Phil ain't got shit on me. I'll tell you that much. Tony Hawk, Matt Hoffman, Bad Margera, going skating in some fat suits. Uh, that's pretty good. I like it. Um, I think Tony Hawk even sacks Bam Margera here as he's skating by. Or no, sorry, it's in the intro. They're introducing it. He's like, we're sweaty fat fucks. And then, yeah. This is sweaty fat fucks. I mean. Oh! I like big butts and I can't. Tony just fucking sacks him. Fist to the balls. I thought Tony Hawk was too much of a gentleman for that. Honestly, I always had this picture of him of the uh, gentleman skateboarder, but there you go. Yeah, I wonder if he was told to do that by someone. Like, I wonder if he had, uh, like, I don't know that that would have been his idea, but if maybe even Bam was like, yo, do something, hit me in the face, blah, 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 something like that, and then he goes straight for the nuts. Like, I, it, it does, it feels out of character yeah, for Tony I, Hawk. I, don't, I think as we even if they about, told him to do it, it'd be hard for yeah. him to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that was all CGI. It was all CGI. Uh, Did you guys like? I here's one thing: is it shows how good professional skaters are when it comes to putting on a full. I couldn't walk in a fat suit, let alone tread like these guys do. And like, listen, I've already said this before, and Jay, I know you can relate to this, but like, I can kickflip with the best of them. But if you put that fat suit on me, I don't even think I could ollie. Wait, wait, sorry, what's an ollie? you mean Ollie? Ollie's one of the the characters in uh, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think he gets uh, 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 sucked up into the chocolate tube. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think that's a, a skateboarding term. I think you might. I think you might have been confused with a uh, with a kicky jump. I think you meant <laughs> kicky jump. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, the yeah, kicky yeah, jump. Yeah. The kicky that's jump. Okay. That's, that's the one. That's the one. Yes. Common misconception. 
It is it is impressive though to see what these guys can do. I mean, we've seen uh, the the original fat fuck sketch. I think in like episode two of season one of Jackass. So uh, it's yeah. it's it's familiar, but it's good to see the guys. Uh, some of the the other pro skaters yeah. get involved. This and, is a uh, fun you get, one. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. It's fucking icing on the cake, baby. Good song. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. I I cannot lie. That just reminds me like of fucking Eddie Murphy immediately, and uh, all those uh, you know movies where he plays every character. The Cranks. You're you're or on the right track. The, the Cranks was, was close. Christmas nah, the it's cranks, where everybody's right? farting and uh, oh the my mumps. god, the Nutty the, Professor, right? Is that the one? Yeah, no, yeah Nutty yeah. Professor. Yeah. Yes. I hear that Nutty song. Professor. That's, yeah, that's yeah, 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 What yeah. comes to mind, and then I think, holy shit, the '90s was so such a fucking weird time. It really that was. That to me is like someone took that movie in my memory and the memories of that movie, and like fucking they they locked it in this metal canister, and then they fucking drove it into a field, and uh, they blindfolded me, drove me out into the middle of nowhere, told me to bury it, and then took me far, far away from there, and said, "May you never find this again." And then just one day, I was walking through that field with my dog and I kicked something and I went holy shit what is this and I opened that metal canister and farts just fucking came out and I was just like <laughs> oh. <laughs> you remember how shit how shitty the 90s the were professor it was yeah. the aesthetic of the 90s were fucking awful dude I don't know when has anybody referenced that when was the last time you thought of that it's always to make a joke about Eddie Murphy because, like, that was his thing for a while. It was just, I'm going to put, like, he did Norbit. He did uh, the Nutty, there were a couple Nutty Professor movies. I don't know. Like, it was just, it felt like that was his thing for a bit. And it was just like, come on, dude, go go do stand up again. You're, this isn't working for you. Speaking of this, speaking of doing stand up, uh, I think these skateboarders should um, stand up on their skateboards and just kind of put one foot in front of the other and push their way on out of here. Yo. (laughs) Shouldn't they? That was a radical joke, my friend. I hate, I hate That was rad. Uh, Old man in the gym. Uh, (laughs) This is just Johnny Knoxville in the old man makeup and uh, he's trying to lift what looks like a good 10 pounds there on the bar he's really got it racked up and uh he's going for the you know the 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 bro curl uh barbell curl here and uh the guy comes up to him super nice gym bro do you need a spot do you need a spot just a fucking angel this guy's a fucking angel what a fucking angel and uh, he he walks away for a second for just a second thinking this guy's good he's got it he told me he's good knoxville (laughs) tries lifting this up and it's almost just like straight legs on his heels like toes up in the air as he just kind of like falls backwards (laughs) just like a board straight as a board (laughs) falls onto his back and uh the bar goes over his neck and this sweet kind young bro jumps to the rescue this is actually pretty funny for a small little sketch it's honestly i I really like this one i think the fact that there was a fucking sweetheart of a guy who would traditionally you would see him and think this guy's probably a douchebag everything worked about this one nothing's as it seems johnny knoxville's not old the gym bro is not a douchebag and we're all having a good time yeah, it's a little uncanny. Yeah, I think we got to give some more credits to gym bros, man. They're taking a bad rap these days. There's guys trying to get some exercise and take care of their bodies. Yeah, that's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it okay to make fun of them? Everybody else is so fucking sensitive. <laughs> fucking, I stand I stay behind <laughs> the fucking gym bros, man. They're the only people that can be fucking blasted for fucking just being good people. They're going to the fucking gym. Leave them alone, people. You know what? Speak, speaking of getting blasted, Chris, it's the end of the episode with our final segment here. And you know what? We've been blasting you pretty Ooh, hard. I like this. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say Johnny Knoxville getting blasted. Okay. He, he's going to get blasted too. Oh, he fucking gets blasted. But Chris, we've been blasting you, not letting you talk, being just real grade A bags of dicks. And uh, I got to tell you, I would love it if you would open this one up for us. Um, oh, open okay, up a bag of dicks right. if you like This is turning around. And uh, let us know oh. what this next one is. What do we got for our final sketch of the episode? Well, we, we do have a sweaty fat fuck that's involved, but not the ones that we not talked about in the last <laughs> few skits. Uh, we got none other than one of my favorite childhood boxers, believe it or not, fucking Butterbean. Guys, touch gloves and come out fighting. He's just like, <laughs> just what I love. American, doesn't give a fuck, probably slugging back beers, just a badass motherfucker, and Johnny Knoxville. And they have to go into a department store and really test to see who the real man is. I love this. Now, I think it's, I think it's important to say, if you don't, if you, maybe you're not old enough, if you don't know who Butterbean is, Butterbean was a massive Huge. celebrity at the time, maybe, maybe on his way out by the time that this movie came out, but roughly around then he was just this notorious knockout artist in the heavyweight division in boxing, kind of like a joke. Everyone wanted to write him off because he looks like a bean yeah. slathered in butter. I, I'm pretty sure that's why his name's Butterbean. His um, name, you, you, if you've never seen him, just picture what you think he looks like and you're probably right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he is no joke. He knocks out fucking everyone he fights, uh, you know, until he got found out, which obviously was going to happen. But that doesn't mean that if you're uh, an, not even an amateur boxer, you're going to stand a chance against him. This one's scary as fuck. Yeah, the guy's a beast, man. He's a machine. He is basically his existence is just you can tell his existence is just to enjoy beating the living crap out of other people. Because on the car ride over to the department store where they're going to box, they're talking to Butterbean about, like, what's his quickest knockout. He says, I hold a uh, California state records, like, 18 seconds, including the, the 10 count. And he's just so fucking proud of himself, <laughs> as he probably should be. That's an accomplishment. But you can tell, like, there's yeah. just such joy in hurting other people. He loves this. And you'll see at the end of the sketch, we'll talk about it, when he wins his reaction to this and how he's behaving. It's like... Yeah, this guy does not fuck around. He takes this shit as serious as you possibly could. And it is, it's a little terrifying. Yeah. When you said his joy about like hurting people, there's a difference when they've like, they've had the other boxing things with like Nigel. You could tell he was a little hesitant. You know, he probably didn't want to hurt him. Like everything about this just exudes that Butterbean is like he would, if he had the opportunity to kill him in a punch, like he would want that for his publicity and his image and what he is like. He is not going to hold back. He's a scary motherfucker and he really likes to hurt people. This, I was just like, this yeah. is, this is a good one. He was man. Like he, I, there was a part of me when I was watching it, I was like, do you think the jackass crew told him that even though he was reluctant to just keep going and keep hitting. And then I started to realize, like, especially hearing what you guys are saying, I, I agree with you. I don't think they needed to convince him. I think he just wanted to go out there and knock someone's head off to the point where doesn't he like knock Johnny yeah. down and say, get back up. You got to go one more round. And that's and then, when he really and then he says, at least hit him. me one time, Johnny. And, and yeah, actually yeah, makes yeah, Johnny yeah, yeah. sit there and slug at him. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of even letting him? He's not going to be able to do any damage to Butterbean after being knocked down once. I know. He want to get himself extra angry to like really yeah, throw that he You see the retaliation after Johnny's one punch, and I believe it's that punch that just takes Johnny down for good after that. Like he's done after that punch. One more time. 
Wear pink, that's it. Give me, give me, give me one to lose. There you go. <laughs> Uh, he's literally snoring. He's literally fucking snoring. Well, it's scary. <laughs> like you got the camera on him and he, you kind of like looking up his nose and you just kind of see him laying there. And when he was snoring like that, I kind of was, I was worried for a minute there that like, I didn't know what was going on. Cause like you didn't almost didn't expect that. Like I, a million things went through my head. I swear. It was like, did he break his nose? Is he choking on his yeah. own tongue? Is he like having a seizure? Like, been. What the fuck is this? And then it, like a second later, you kind of see him snap back to reality and he's back. And it, it's like, fuck, I've never seen that before. Like that reaction. I didn't expect it. So it, it kind of like, it made me jump a little bit when I saw him reacting that but, way. But here's how much of a fucking champion Johnny Knoxville is. He just visited the underworld. He escaped from Hades. He opens his eyes and he says, is Butterbean okay? Yeah, beautiful. Is, is, how do you fucking come up with that idea there? It is insane. It's so funny. I laughed so hard when he said that. Uh, and, and Butterbean just like, like you said, he doesn't give a fuck, man. He's not even that concerned about Johnny. No. Uh, the crew is. And the and the the people who work at the department store are, but man, Butterbean Butterbean doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, we're talking so much about this in detail. Like everyone, if you haven't watched it, for example, are imagining it in a boxing ring. This isn't a fucking oh, department right, yeah. store, people. Yeah. They, ent they enter the department store to to Andrew WK yeah. music. Butterbean's got his like it's, patented it's like American flag uh trunks on. Like and people would have known yeah. who Butterbean was at that time. Like he was a big, yeah. big yeah. fucking thing. And it's like this happened at a fucking department store. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Claustrophobic area. It was fucking, oh, Jesus Christ. It was, uh, it was scary. It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else was a little bit scary was the way that Butterbean celebrates after knocking Johnny out and like, we don't even know how badly he's hurt yet and Butterbean is just when he gets announced as the winner he looks like he's legitimately celebrating one of the biggest wins of his career like he's pumped the fuck up and it's like dude it. Johnny did not stand oh, a so fucking good. chance and yet this is what I mean the guy's such a diehard for what he does that uh, yeah you would have thought he just won a championship or something it's... and by knockout in the first round new champion Butterbean Woo, yeah I don't think you could have put, picked a better fighter to get that result. If you ask Mike Tyson, I don't think Mike Tyson's going to hit him that hard. You know, you ask like a bunch of people, they picked the perfect person for that skit, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think they've tried with boxers before and fighters before, and they finally found their 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 golden boy in this, which is an ironic word to use because golden boy is obviously uh, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. But uh, we move on as we do. Uh, you know, I hate to wrap it up. We're having so much fun here, but, uh, I think we should give it a rating unless there's something else that we Let's, missed. Well, I think, you know what, to go. look in the spirit, in the spirit of, uh, of, of uh, kind of coming to terms with what we just saw and a, and a beat down and, and a rivalry and, and two people coming to blows. I think it's time I, I retire, uh, just like Butterbean retired on top after this. And I offer you, Chris, uh, the opportunity to listen to me rate oh, this one. I'm wow. going to go with a you one round out of 10. Shit. I finally was, you know what? I'm not even going to buy this shit anymore. I'm last from here on out. It is what it is. I'm taking away the fucking joke <laughs> from you guys. So you don't have fun with it anymore. I like to be last. Last is the best. I get to say my final point. So you know what? Fuck you. Suck my dick. I'm owning this shit now. Ooh, go fucking. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna fucking butter bean your ass when I fucking see you on Wednesday. That's for sure. <laughs> 
Um, no, uh, yeah, so I'm going uh, one round out of ten. I'd love to go higher, but it's only made it one round. There's not much I can do really? about it. Really? Is there... You just didn't like it that much? You are such or a piece of it... fucking shit. You hijacked first thing to I give it a one. It. I was going to go ten for a ten count, you fucking loser. Oh, see, that's a good, that's a better one than what I did. Damn yeah. it. But I just, yeah. it's, listen, I can't, it's one round. It's one round. I, I was going to go one round out of 12 and, and round that fraction down oh, to like gosh. a 0.8 or whatever it was, but... That's it. I don't have control. Whenever, whenever these ratings come up, like uh, like the uh, the two pelvic bones for Johnny Knoxville out of ten, I can't change that. That's it. It's a one out of ten. Even though, like, it's a much better sketch than that. I don't have control over these right. things. Right. Of course. He let this fucking clown so, so, go first. Fucking Fruit Loop over here. Yeah. One out of ten. <laughs> now that's insulting, man. I, I Butterbean, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> that help is. us. I mean, fucking, I'm going to send him this clip, actually. I bet you he will read it, because he's not that big anymore. Oh, Actually, fuck. That's Better true. mean you're still a legend. You're both and, in the... Uh, yeah, in knock the... my brother out, please. <laughs> I'd, I'd motorboat you, too, Butterbean. Love you. Um, <laughs> I... Sorry, we're all in this together now. Yeah, I thought I'd join Jump in the Fucking Pool. You guys both did. Butterbean, I like seeing him knock the shit out of this man that we've come to love over a season in a movie... Uh, it's tough, man. I I don't know. Like I knew he was gonna get fucked up. Like Johnny didn't stand a chance, but it kind of feels cruel, you know. Even though the, everybody's in on it and Johnny <laughs> accepts it, it feels a little cruel because you picked Butterbean for fuck's sake. Like, dude, I don't know, Johnny. You already took the fucking depressing sandbag of of doom to the abdomen. <laughs> oh yeah when is the right one man i think johnny probably takes the biggest beating overall in this movie and for that he pays for it i'm not gonna give it a measly one point because it's worth more than that uh i, agree. <laughs> I know you didn't have a choice i know i know <laughs> you're such a loser uh i'm probably he gonna he's so fucking cool let's give this one a solid eight out of ten just because uh I, I really enjoyed the the bravado here and the guts and shit i wouldn't do this um but I just feel a little bit bad for Johnny, man. I don't know. I don't know. Seeing him there laying on the ground snoring, I was worried about my guy there for a bit. And uh, I hear you. What can you do? Yeah, I, I love. I'm envious of you being able to give it an eight. I got to be honest. I'm I'm pretty envious yeah, of that. I, I loved it. Like it's <laughs> like um, the, with all the boxing things, I think they dialed everything in right this time around. They they took this like the supermarket yeah. things or, or sorry the the sports store things. They took the other boxing challenges. And they pieced everything like they learned from their mistakes and they pieced everything together to make it like the perfect version of all those other skits that they were working on. Um, I would like to go a 10 for like I was saying, the uh, 10 count that Johnny suffered, but I can't go quite that high because it it was lacking some comedy or a little something there. But I'll give it a, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 for the amount of fingers Johnny counted when they were trying to check his concussion. <laughs> nice. And uh, boys, well I think. That brings us to the end, but I'd like to put a nice little bow on this before we say goodbye. I feel like I feel like we're we're missing something here. I mean, okay, uh, Mikey went, I went, Chris went. That just doesn't feel right. Uh, Mikey, how would would you like another opportunity to add on to your score? Just to have the I don't know. Some might call it the last word. Uh, how does does that? Oh, thank you very much. You know what? I appreciate that, Jay, because like it, was it was a bad, bad score. score, and I feel like there would be an asterisk there if I didn't right. have the final word. So I appreciate you right. letting me slip in there. Uh, and I know that this goes against Chris and everything that he's dealing with, but uh, I'm actually gonna. Add, I have to add on to my score just because of this. Uh, we're 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 going here. Yeah, no, no choice uh, now, really. Yeah, and I'm going to go. I'm going to add uh, to this a uh, uh, seven more points to bring it up to. 
You know what? Seven and a half more points uh, for the number of, uh, of uh, brain cells Johnny Knoxville had left after taking this concussion. Uh, so we're going with an 8.5 total. Wow. You made you made like a parallel there to how Johnny did after the fight. That was really original Thank of you. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh, yeah. I thought I, I thought I'd just so kind much. of like I quit. add into. Did, did you hear something, Jay? I quit. I quit this podcast. Jay, we did it. Yeah. We did it. I don't know. I, th- I somehow no. I thought it would. <laughs> you guys wanted me to quit. Okay, no, I'm still in. I'm still in. I'm still in. I'm not giving you that fucking joy. Ah, fuck. All right, Jay, we can yeah, mistake. Good shit, man. Well All right, I quit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I, you know what? Fuck you guys. guys. Let's fucking wrap this up. I need. A, I have a huge bag of ketamine, and I need to go down to downtown space and then outer space after. So. Let's fucking hire <laughs> right. up. Ketamine Chris here. Uh, gonna take us away with some plugs. Chris, I know you usually don't start with the plugs. Should I even bother doing this to you again? Do you just, do you, it's the end of the show. Chris, go ahead. Just just plug. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put you through it again. <laughs> I can't do that to you. You know what? All you know. I don't know if he has yeah, anything to say, but you that. can follow Retrograde Mikey on. Uh, you can follow Retrograde Mikey uh, on Twitter at Retrograde Mikey. You, you have uh, that's where you can find all of the other podcasts and things that I do under Sad Styles Productions. We got the sign off podcast. We've got Jackass, which you're listening to right now in the Retrograde Podcast. Guys, I have a good plug right now. Um, if you like me, go over to at Retrograde Mikey. Flag is a fucking account. <laughs> Tell him he's being. <laughs> <laughs> He's bullying, cyberbullying people right now. And uh, if, after you do that, hit me back up at, at JackassPod and we'll chat about it and have a good old laugh. Cyberbullying, oh, I man, hear that's good. what got Trump kicked off of Facebook. Right? <laughs> <laughs> worst crime. It's the worst crime. Uh, I think they should just kill people who cyberbully. I think it should be the death penalty. That is, that is that, you sound like a real Gen Zer over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to say Gen Z, we love you. We're just kidding. No, I'm just going to leave it at that. Plugs. Um, yeah, Jackass is yeah. our thing. Um, I don't I don't use Twitter, guys. I'm probably going to delete that account. I'm not going to lie. I just don't fucking care. <laughs> no, but not really. I posted like two things, you know. Why at this point? Why? You got something better. Uh, I, I love doing this show. It is a joy to do. I wish we could do it more often. We've all been very busy and we're going back to our regular schedule. So I do want to say that next week we will continue this and be finishing off Jackass the movie in part four. So it's going to be the grand finale and then, uh, on to bigger and better things. Uh, but thank you for sticking with us thus far. And, uh, I'm really excited for the next one. We've got some great sketches to uh, wrap this up. And, uh, speaking of cyber bullying, there's some real life, uh, bullying to come up that uh, I know you guys are eager to talk about as well. Uh, with that, let's all go get a snow cone and call it a day, boys. <laughs> Should I sign off? Is that, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. You here for it? I- I'm here, I'm for, here it. for it too. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just having a hard time signing off because I uh, getting sentimental on us. Well, I'm thinking that it's going to be me, and then Chris, right, and then Mike. No, wait, that that checks out. Sorry, oh, I, I, I convinced uh, myself that Chris was going to have the last word, and I just didn't want to end it. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. <laughs> bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth, and for once, I'm not last. <laughs> Bye, I'm Mike Ehrenworth, and this has been Jackassed.
Juan! Oh, it's you, buddy. Oh, listen, you know, I, um, <laughs> thank you for returning the movie. I, oh, what's that? No, I, I like my penis where it is, actually. I, uh, no, no, I wouldn't, uh, I, <clears throat> if, if, uh, hey, you wouldn't happen to know if, um, can you just turn around over there? We're just gonna have to let you deal with this, Jay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. After everything we've been through, I can't believe it. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it. This was a Press X for Sound audio production.